What's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Brother Dialogues. This week, we hear about a watermelon getting charged as an accessory to a crime. Don't worry, the people weren't black. We hear about a man who gets left on red for eight months. He literally got sold up the river. And we reimagine a Canadian historic moment. A do-rag flaps in the wind of change. You're in with the brothers. Tune in. Welcome to the Brother Dialogues. Uh, with Cam and Gabe. <laughs> I'm excited. You better buckle up. We can wait a half an hour for you to finish. First of all, I will... Damn, I think I already started recording. Anyway, um, I can finish this bubble tea in a good amount of time. Plus, yeah, I have to. Have There's to. a warning label. I can't, ex- I can't consume it past like the two-hour mark. You have a problem, Cammy. I have an appreciation, and I'm trying to support a local business. You sound like Jordan talking about gambling. You said... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not addicted to gambling. I just really love being competitive over money. That's yeah. a sickness. You have a sickness. I understand that. You have a sickness. I, I just want you to be better, you know? Like, I want you to enjoy it and not be dependent on I'm it. I'm telling you, another month of this, I won't even need glasses. <laughs> You've been doing that for three years. Still, <laughs> still, still, glasses you need. Because I, I got interrupted. The flow got interrupted with uh, isolation. Did it? Exactly. Yes, again. <laughs> the board says. <laughs> yeah. I believe we're recording now, eh? Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of the Brother Dialogues. I'm still Gabe. I'm still Cam. And uh, we're still talking shit remotely. Uh, tapioca. Ma- pause. That sounds nuts. <laughs> that sounds nuts. Pause. Also. <laughs> Uh, terrible. Cammy, come on. What's up? Big C, what's up? How are you? It's uh, it's a long weekend, apparently. Uh, so I'm told, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I left a meeting on uh, our, a Zoom meeting on Friday. No, I had to do a thing on Friday out in the world. And uh, my boss was like, hey, have a good long weekend. And I was like, is he being funny? Or <laughs> is, he, is he being for real? And then I opened up my phone. I was like, oh, Victor. Oh, right, right. And guess who had vacation scheduled for this time? Oh, no. Wasted. 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 You can change that. Well, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? No, no. I mean, everything's indefinite, right? So now I'm just banking on my vacation time for an extra long vacation. Right. What what can you do? Did you have any big plans for the long weekend? No. In the before time? <laughs> <laughs> Just restocking on supplies, getting back to the bunker, the usual. Nothing exciting. Standard, Standard operating procedure? Standard. Standard for sure. But um, I, <laughs> I was in the grocery store this, this morning and uh, this like older, <laughs> older gentleman like cuts me off to get into an aisle and he has this like shopper's drug mart, um, like one of the mini carts. Mm-hmm. Uh, mind you, to place a setting, I'm in no frills. Uh, so <laughs> completely different store. Picture it, no frills. What does this man have? Shoppers Drug Mart cart. We're not asking questions here. But also, there's no Shoppers Drug Mart in that plaza, so don't even know where that came from. Probably from he home. He has one. You, just, you don't yep. have a Shoppers Drug Mart dole, dolos? So he cuts in. I'm, I'm just looking for like the larger freezer bags, and um, that's the last item I have to get before checkout. So of course that's where he ends up. So I'm just like waiting, giving him his distance. He proceeds to open four different packages, mind you with bare hands. Open the packages? Open open the box to like take a closer examination at the bags and like how large they fit. Out of the four boxes, he chose none of them. And then was still looking through and I, I was like, I have to go to Walmart now. I have to give up this. I got I can't be here. This, this <laughs> I'm abandoning everything. Forget it. Can't do it. So that's what so we're he doing. Was, so he wasn't impressed by the the selection at, at No Frills. Nothing, nothing was fulfilling his need. 
Did you ask the question about where he got the card? I mean, we know where he got it, but why he had it? Nah, he looks like a... Uh, you know when you imagine, like, Santa is, like, on vacation in the summer? Hello, well. <laughs> that's what he looked with the, like. With the, with the Hawaiian shirt and everything. A little glasses. more greasy. That's what... Okay. That's that's how I'm like I don't I don't need to approach this. I mean I don't picture Santa as a, as a cleanly man in, in general personally. That's fair. They really take they don't really say hey and uh, it's been a, a been a tough day shoveling the shit for the reindeers. I'm gonna go take a shower. <laughs> they, they don't really depict that story. He's essentially a farmer when you think about it. He really is. He really is. Well, summer. What are we talking about? Anyways, time for cams. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for Cam's weird ass news. Do do do. Wesh. I'm sorry. We're just really rusty, and I just we're I didn't so know off. To, to Santa's reindeer and him being a farmer. Yeah, like, what you took an extra about? breath before Wesh, but we got to get that. I did. I'm sorry. In our time. By the next episode, I swear we're going to be back in full form. Are you rushing? 2016 or form. I know. <laughs> Am I rushing or dragging? <laughs> Shout out to Whiplash. Great reference. Actually, I might watch that tonight now that I think about it. It gives me too much anxiety. Like, I get, like, I get anxious in Whiplash the way I get anxious watching, like, like a football movie. Like, the last mm. drive, and like, oh, they're, are they going to make it? Mm-hmm. Are they going to make Like, this is too much. Or the end of Parasite. Yeah, fair enough. Too much. Mm. Too, too stressful. Yeah, there's a lot of stressful movies. And the, and the worst part is, I don't know whether he's rushing or dragging. <laughs> so to this day I cannot to this day I do not know what do you uh, got for us Cam our, uh, our first story is a uh, man wearing watermelon on his head arrested in robbery uh, naturally my first question is I hope he's not black enhance nah they're both white super <laughs> enhance super enhance <laughs> Unless it's like a, a white chick situation, then I, I think we're okay. A watermelon on their head to rob... What were they robbing? People? Um, a bank? I really wish it was a bank. I, f- I feel like it's just like a a gas uh, gas station? No, what is it? Uh, it's basically just a 7-Eleven. That's, that's basically what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so of course they started the article with nearly everybody is wearing a face mask these days following recommendations to stop the spread of coronavirus. <laughs> I think it's a mini PSA. Uh, but despite everything we've seen in the past two months, the two melon heads who walked dead into Louisa Sheets on May 6th would have uh, turned some heads. So police department posted a news release on its Facebook page uh, seeking information about two people who donned hollowed out watermelons with holes cut for their eyes and enter the store uh, just before 10 p.m. Uh, the post asked for help locating the two people in connection to a larceny at the store, uh, although it's unclear what was allegedly stolen. So we don't even know what's missing. Their dignity, that's what's gone. Yeah, I just got so many, like one, it takes a lot of effort to hollow out this said watermelon in order to, to make it a mask. That's a, that's a lot of effort to, to undertake just to get a mask. I feel like there's other things that you could do to make a mask, like a t-shirt. Cut some holes in a t-shirt, make it look like a ghost from Scooby-Doo. Even, you even know? a mask, even a regular mask. They have, or dare, whole, or dare I say, of, a regular uh, mask. <laughs> it's a whole series of bank robberies with uh, president's faces as a mask. Yeah, but that means you have to go, no, no, I mean, that means you have to go get a mask. I'm talking, that's clearly be, they... definitely in somebody's basement, though. Somebody has to have that in a basement. Yeah, I mean, we all have a screen mask lying around, right? Yeah. Actually, no. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like at one point in time. Remember, like, everybody was screen? Remember with the screen with the, with the pump, with the blood pump? Oh, yeah, my brother had that. It was a big time. It was a big thing in the early 2000s. <laughs> uh, how desperate, I mean, clearly they're very desperate, but to have... Is that the first fruit you're gonna reach for? I feel like a a, a pumpkin. No, pumpkin might be kind of heavy. Might be kind of heavy. But then you could be like a robbing gang, like the Jack O' Lanterns. But doesn't that? Uh, I, how available? Oh, the Jack O' Lanterns. Get it? Cause Jack, cause robbery. Jack O' Lanterns. Oh, bars. I'll leave you oh. with that. <laughs> not 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 selling. But 
is that only going to be more available at a certain point of the year? It's going to be easier to pinpoint if it's just a, it's a less, okay. busy, you know, it's, it's May. Uh, you're not wrong. Huh. I just, watermelons word, maybe, maybe some pantyhose over your face. I mean, or dare I say, just tuck your chin underneath your shirt and then try that. <laughs> maybe, maybe that might work. Bandana, anything, pillow sheet. But hold on, hold on, roll with me on this. Mm -hmm. What if it actually is a smart idea? Why? Then you just smash up the watermelon, and then there goes the evidence. Aha! It has to be like, where are the remnants going to go? No, blend it up. Put it in a blender. Mm. Aha! <laughs> Think about it, and then you drink it, and then it's gone. Uh, I think you're thinking think they're going to get away. Like, do you remove the, the watermelon when you get in the getaway car? Because then is it is it just going to be, your face going to be eh, wet, sweaty, watermelon juice? No, I mean, you, I'm, I'm, hoping that, I'm hoping that they're thoughtful enough to have a, a disclosed an undisclosed location of which they have to reach in order to, you know, then, or they got to split up. They got to split up. I don't know. The, from this Facebook picture, it... The security cam footage, it doesn't look like they're, they're that smart. Not exactly Ocean's Eleven, eh? One's wearing a plaid shirt, the other's wearing a, an Adidas tracksuit. Not a full tracksuit, it's, but it's too mismatched Adidas uh, products. Oh, well, damn. So you, I'm saying, so you, you wouldn't have used the watermelon as a headgear in order to rob a convenience store? I feel like they had better options and to now be called the two melon heads, I don't think is endearing. Yeah. Or... I mean, like you ain't gonna, it's not exactly the greatest branding that they have, unfortunately. It's, then again, look at us, us being robbers thinking about branding. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's not the chief issue that they have right there. Huh? Melon heads. I'm still sticking with Jack Doe lanterns. I mean, it's better. Jack it's definitely lanterns. better. Not even correct. Anyway, not even oh, not even gloves are it. They're doomed, doomed from the start. Barehanded, bare, barehanded and hand-fisted. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Uh, next, a man who accidentally dropped his smartphone in a river finds it eight months later. Eight months. Eight months. How did he? What? what? Okay, run me, run through the the details. The ultimate. Uh, Romance uh, movie. Message in a bottle. <laughs> it could be a Black Mirror episode. Um, so a, a Chinese man who accidentally dropped his smartphone into a river has miraculously got the phone back eight months later. In is uh, he? I'm sorry. Before you go on, they say Chinese man, a Chinese man in China, or just a man who happens to be Chinese in any undisclosed country, because that it goes from it being location based to it being a little racist. <laughs> It's in China. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping. It's like Chinese man in San Francisco drops his phone. <laughs> Why you gotta call him Chinese for? Just a guy. Uh, but he, he uh, lost his he, he originally lost the phone when he was catching uh, when he was fishing with a friend. Last September, uh, he said he'd actually forgotten about it. Recently received a phone call from a fisherman who had spotted his phone at water level. Uh, after the water levels dropped because uh, his business card was inside the phone case. Um, he was surprised to the find the business phone. card survived this long. Also. Yeah. So shout out to your, your local printer. Uh, yeah. So waterproof paper. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was surprised to find the phone was not damaged despite being soaked in the water for more than half the year. Um, the phone wasn't damaged. Was not damaged. Is this a Huawei commercial? This sounds like a Huawei commercial. It's propaganda. It so, hey, listen. What did I tell you about propaganda on our show? I, this is a great time for a word from our sponsors, Huawei. Because <laughs> he thought the, the call was a scam, which I would have too. I'm not going to be eight months later like, hey, I found your phone. Like, I mean, sure. I'm sure he saw, the, he saw the Chinese number and he's like, not this time, guys. <laughs> Yeah, apparently it's it's a it's a happy ending for a rare so happy ending. What, 
we don't know what type of. I see what you did there. Uh, there is no info on the. <laughs> it was unintentional. Um, so we don't have any information about what type of phone it is, nor what type of case was he using, nor what type of paper was. This all seems like bullshit. Uh, there's a picture of the phone. Um, Zoom it enhance. What kind of product is this? Enhancing. enhancing. Sorry, let me put this in Photoshop real quick. LOL. Sorry, let me download Photoshop. Let me clean this image up. <laughs> I see an Apple logo. No shit! Damn it. But huh. it's not named in the article, so they're trying to stay away from any favoritism themes. <laughs> Eight months. Eight months. And it wasn't. I, I, maybe I guess they do say it's it's water resistant. Yeah, I would never think that would last for for that long. But yeah, nor nor I. That seems. Kind then of you've already moved on with a new phone by then. Eight months. Yeah, that's a whole different. That's a whole different life cycle of a phone. It's the age old question: You go back to your ex, or you stick with your new your new baby? The answer's the answer's neither. You leave. <laughs> You stand alone. <laughs> you stand alone and you get a laptop. You get, you get a two-in-one laptop that has a touch screen. Uh, oh. No shit. Maybe we'll get a follow-up for that. Eight months down I need, a, I need a follow-up. I need a follow-up. I need to know what case he was using because th that changes the game forever. Maybe he's got one of them outer box cases where I have like the screen it's situation no, with the plugs. Nah, it's no heavy duty. It's just a clear case. It's not even. Huh. Yeah, okay, but like but it's even his business card survived though. That's nuts. Yeah. I keep I keep business cards in my wallet and they don't really even make it. <laughs> Never mind, you know, river for eight months. Yeah, I hear that. Me too. <laughs> We're gonna find out. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's sponsored by, or maybe it's his own uh, invention. Who knows? I need to know. Maybe I'm at the end. An advertisement for his own card making business. Uh, see, but that would be very creative. I would support that. I would buy his cards. Nothing listed though, so he's on his own. Ugh, you hate to see it. All right, what else we got? Uh, last one a New York barber defying shutdown orders contracts coronavirus while cutting hair. Is he black? There's no picture. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh no, where in New York? Ooh, good question. Uh Kingston. Kingston, New York? That sounds like New York State, not New York City. Correct. That's nah, so he's white. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, black people live in New York State. <laughs> Maybe you live in Syracuse, and if you live in Syracuse, you play for the football team or the basketball yeah, team. It's about, it's about 90 miles from the city. It's not anywhere. Close. Basically Jersey. So hmm. Unless you're, uh, unless you're listening to this and you're clearly somebody from Kingston, New York, who happens to be black, which gets my condolences. Yeah, so health officials are, are searching for anyone who might have come in contact with the barber in the past three weeks. Um, yeah, and obviously the, the governor has, hasn't allowed any barbershops, beauty salons, nail salons, or any personal hygiene services to, uh, to be open. Um, obviously, people have been ignoring that in different ways. Um, but yeah, that is, that is actually my, my fear once things start to open back up again. Um, it seems like the salons and the barbershops were, are the one taking like the most risks of this. Well, not in our neck of the woods, but I feel like down South they're, they're out here flying all types of willy nilly. I'm seeing all types of foolishness. There was and one they're, like fully that. prepared. They're like, yeah. yeah, we got masks and disinfectants and da da da. I'm like, yeah, but niggas are coughing on you. Like, that's nuts. <laughs> there was one near my um, my mom's place that opened up. The owner got arrested. Um, arrested, Jesus. Yeah, and she also said she would. She's gonna do it again, so they can keep tossing her in jail. But she's gonna, even if her business has to die, she will go down fighting. But, uh, over hair, eh? 
No, I mean, like, I get it. I get it if it's a small business and you're working hard. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. That being said, you're just running risks. Like, there's so much risk. Too much. Way too much. And I'm not risking all that. And most of these people work for, like, super cuts and bullshit like that. So, like, I'm not going <laughs> to risk my life over a, a first-choice haircut or, you know? Like, why would you do that? And I don't, I don't know what the, the future holds for the, the beauty industry. Oh, I know nigga barbershops are going to be just fine. Because people are begging, like, people are begging to come back. I know it's going to be hard to keep their brick and mortar and, like, especially paying rent and whatnot. I think that's going to be a, a rather hard uh, battle to, to kind of stay afloat. But that being said, once the floodgates are open, listen, Cammy, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm struggling. Let me tell you, I'm ready. I'm getting a migraine from keeping this do-rag on for so long. <laughs> it does look a little tighter. You, you got to hold everything down. And my waves, I, I was a guy who had waves. I was a wavy guy at one point in time. Uh, but for a long time. It, for many it is, it many is of the years ma- I've known you. It is so much trouble to keep the shit maintained and to the point where it's not really maintained because you got to wash it. And when you comb it out, it, my hair is, is not cooperative. So mm. to to brush it all down and these guys on the YouTube, they got different brushes. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay money for more brushes. I already have a stack, but apparently I'm getting the wrong. Clearly I'm sorry. I'm ranting here, but clearly no, I no, this, is the time. this is why we have the show. <laughs> it's very tiresome. And I'm hearing other niggas going through the same stress. People are picking out their hair. Now look at you. You're back to the old school fro. A little bit. And even this is actually down from what it, this is padded. <laughs> this is, this is this is down from what it could be for sure. So, your beard does look well maintained, though. And I'm really not doing much. I think it's just not growing. I think it's just like, well, if you're not gonna try another, my. <laughs> <laughs> if this is where we're gonna be. This is where we're gonna be. That's it. I have. This is a confession. I have looked at many YouTube videos of how to cut my own hair. The algorithm, only because I think the YouTube algorithm hears me talking about it often. Mm. And they're borrowing from my Instagram algorithm because I'm looking at like the wave guys and everything on Instagram, right? And the barber videos. So I think YouTube's like, oh, sounds like you're thinking about it. I'm going to start sending you videos Mm. of how to cut your own hair. And these guys be doing it so immaculately, not telling them, not telling the people that they're clearly barbers, professionals. In disguise. They're like, yeah, and if you don't have these tools, it's okay. I'm like, no, you have professional tools. This is what you, <laughs> this is what you get paid for. Of course, you're gonna be able to cut your own hair. Yeah, I don't. I I really can't take the risk. I think I'm got- I'm still able to like line up my the front, but the the back I've I've given up on. No, I I've I've cleaned up the back just a little bit. Here's mm-hmm. my problem. It's around the ears. Around the ears is driving me fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Same. And Everything else I can I, let grow, but it's it's the it just it's the ears. And then worse is you have the problem when you take off your glasses. Then there's like a little poof. Yes, there's this like a little like it fits into a pocket here, <laughs> like it's cushioned. I which hate is, it. I guess good for I the frame, it. but good I for no one it. else. I hate it. And here's another fun thing that I've learned. I don't know how to brush the crown of my head. Hmm. Apparently, I have two crowns. So there's like two little swirls of hair, so and they're this is nuts and and just and just the the the, it's like creating water patterns in my it's very tiresome it's very stressful do you trust someone else to cut it for you that is not a professional barber no because i've seen here's what's crazy i've seen a lot of my friends and their girlfriends are cutting their hair and that's a level of bravery. And if that's if that's what that's a functional nice. relationship, if that's what a functional relationship is, I don't think I'm ready for that. I don't think I can ever get there. Like bare mans, like many mans. They just can't. And win. it looks okay. Some of them look good. Some of them look actually pretty good. Some of them, eh, you know, God bless you. But like, I'm not trusting anybody that much. Even if homegirl's a barber, not on my head, top sister. <laughs> Many, many. They're a professional barber. Listen, many years ago we went over this. Never cheat on your barber. I suppose. We've been over this. Yeah. It's like episode like 10. No, no, I know. I know. 
I mean, I know. I know. Deep down, I know. <laughs> Never cheat on your barber. Always speak very clearly to your barber about what you want. Mm-hmm. And and never cheat on your barber. Many years, many you know, a year, maybe a year and a half ago. This is a fun story. A year and a half ago, I just got a brand new job, the job I have now. And I had a very, very big thing to go to. I was meeting the prime minister for the first time. Uh, it was going to be a big deal. So let me go get my hair cut. My, go to the barber shop. My barber's not there. Other barbers, like, don't worry, I'll take care of you. I said, sure. Head, head, haircut's going great. Chum, chum, chum. Lineup's going strong. And then he goes down to my beard. He's taking a little more off than I would take off, but it's going okay. And then he gets to my mustache. Now, for those of you listening, so I know our listeners are diverse and populous, but for those of you who are of the African-Canadian black persuasion and who are guys, you know that when the, bar, when the Jamaican barber gets to your mustache, it's either he's going to let your mustache be broad or he'll trim it down to literally a little Richard stash. Pencil. Where it's just, it's just yeah. a pencil across the top of your lip. And this Negro to the top of my lip. And it was just, it was just a light fade, and he faded it on top of it. Not even like he kept it dark. He faded it, and uh-huh. then he, and then it was a pencil stash. So I had a pencil stash with a full beard, looking like a Dominican drug dealer. And I had to go meet the prime minister the next day. I think it was a great look. It's one of my favorite looks. These motherfuckers in the group chat called me Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> they called me Pitbull. Oh, I hated you guys. I think of that. Um, maybe tied with your your eye patch, I think are maybe my favorite looks of you of all time. That's that's oh, those are Hall of Fame. The eye patch was, and I got no sympathy, eh? Like, <laughs> I pull up in the group chat, like, hey, by the way, guys, I gotta wear an eye patch right now, and everybody's like, look, what is who called me? Somebody called, called me Nick Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick you Fury. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't know I was gonna go blind though for for a brief second. It was kind of dodgy. Yeah, we knew we were gonna be fine. That's why I went straight to roasting. Obviously, yeah, I, did not know. I, I personally did not know I was gonna be fine. I could have used a little bit of compassion there. <laughs> I was very scared. I think it's because you said the picture first without context and then start typing. So I thought niggas would have given me the instant sympathy. You know, I thought they would have been like, "Whoa, <laughs> you good." Nah, niggas were like, uh, "Tell me when the Captain America shows up." Great time. Great time. Loved you and Captain Marvel. Hate you guys. Are you getting, are you, um, are you thinking about cutting your hair or are you thinking about like maybe just adopting a new hairstyle after this? I think I'm just gonna, I'm just letting it grow for now. And until we hear news of our, uh, our salons and, and barbershops, just try and maintain my facial area and then just let it fly. There's no fighting it. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's getting, I'm glad it's still cold so I can still rock a toque over my head when I have to go to like in a meeting. Like I can't wear a durag in a meeting, you know, but I can get away with a toque. But the problem is when we get to a certain certain time when it's a little warmer outside, I might have to start wearing a hat, but I can't pack a hat underneath. Like I this, all this hair with all my, like it just doesn't work. Yeah, that's coming like next week. Yeah, I know, man. This is very stressful. Days <laughs> are numbered. <laughs> listen, I will start showing up to meetings in a do-rag, and I will beg somebody to ask me the question. You might have to. Now's the time. What's that on your head? What is that? It's a do-rag. A do-what? What does that even mean? <sighs> I'm ready. I'm prepared. <laughs> You're prepared for I just want to make it. I just want to make it so niggas can wear do-rags in the office. I want to make it office casual. In Parliament? You know, maybe not. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little higher. <laughs> maybe higher. Maybe more. Just try to make it for all the, the young brothers and sisters to be wearing their bonnets and do rags. It starts with you. Five fingers, one fist. That's it. <laughs> Keep it locked. <laughs> you get to make that uh, that great you know big gonna, speech. You know what's going to be? It's going to be YouTube for the next ten years. It's going to be me walking into the Zoom, turning on the Zoom meeting. <laughs> And they're like, wow, that's so brave of you. And then the camera zooms out, and it's going to be like, this has been a Canadian historical <laughs> moment. I think so. A heritage, uh, was it Heritage Minute? A Heritage Minute. I Gabriel, think that's Gabriel in, the, in the spring of 2020 during the great quarantine was brave enough to wear his do-rag in front of all his white colleagues. Today, 
He is the marker for all young black people to wear whatever headgear they want. That's it. You gonna do a flap or no flap? Uh, I like to do the. I'd like to do do the no flap. I just adopted the no flap. Actually, I do the no flap during the day, and I put the flap out at night. But for for history, are you doing flap or no flap? Because you gotta take that into account. For history, if for history, You're setting for the history, precedent. Listen, if I'm going in, I'm going in with the full flap. You know, you gotta <laughs> let the flap dang, dangle in the wind like a cape. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're gonna make a a lot of black children proud. You know what I have to talk about? That that, that is definitely a skit. Mm, so it is. Added to the list of our skits that we have been, never been touched before. Yeah, I think I've been collecting. We've been collecting a, a series of skits for basically since the podcast started. All for you, so, for you, so we don't even know that. Maybe we'll end up with a show. Maybe we'll, who knows? This was a very different time. This is before all y'all niggas got podcasts too. That we are very early adopters of the podcast once upon a time. That is true. Every yeah, time we were, we're really, I think we're really banking on that uh, Comedy Central calling us by the time we graduated. Yeah, we're like, in two years, we'll be good. What do you mean? In three years, we'll be back and running, and we got and we got a treasure trove. We got two seasons worth of skits. Did not happen. But here's the problem is some skits are very self-explanatory, and some skits we wrote down, maybe we had a little too much to drink. Sometimes we're in the middle of laughing, and we just kind of wrote down whatever you could get out. And they have no context, and we're still trying to figure out to this day what some of them mean. Like, what, 50 Cent to the Pretenders? What does that mean? That's all it is. It just says 50 Cent and the Pretenders. Context? Was, Void I, of any. I don't know. I always thought it was like Gladys Knight and the Pips, but I, I could be wrong. I, I actually don't know. But why Pretenders? Are we calling Lloyd Banks and, and G-Unit Pretenders? I think this was like beyond G-Unit, but again, this is that's the best guess I can make. Um, we also had... We had Brother Act starring Ian McKellen, which I still think would be... <laughs> would be yo, <laughs> yo, Brother Act starring Ian McKellen. Why Ian McKellen? I, I think it just fit. And I think nah, that's just hilarious. No, I'm in. See, I'm in. Sold. Uh, we had Black Miss Frizzle. Black Parent Trap. Ever, who would... Who would <laughs> it's, just, it's just a variance of all these white teeth movies. Basically. Just, uh... <laughs> Black, who played Black Miss Frizzle? Black Miss Frizzle. Tiffany Haddish seems to roll off the top of my mind, but I don't I know. I thought that too. I'm like, I feel that's too obvious. And I feel like that's... Very too obvious. <laughs> but I feel like she'd be a great fit. I love Tiffany Haddish as a person. Like, like, I just I love her to death. I think she's yeah. great. Uh, oh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Right. Yeah. Curls too? Yeah, it all fits. Yeah, that's Tracy Ellis Ross. Package. I think, she's the only yeah, person. Maybe, maybe Tiffany Haddish is the uh, the teacher that's one of the chaperones on the trip. Like the other, toss in an only, additional. There's only one teacher. It's only Miss Frizzle. Yeah, I've never seen re- another teacher. Reimagining. <laughs> Listen, I've never seen another teacher in that school. Eh? This is, I know. This is a reimagining. She has oh, a oh, t- Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish could be the producer at the end of the show. The one who used to be uh, used to be oh. Theo from the Huxtables. <laughs> yeah, Theo from the Huxtables used to be the one that take the, the calls. Which I think is hilarious, eh? The mm. fact that they would animate the producer who takes the calls from the kids mm-hmm. to really explain what the show is about. I think that's brilliant. Also, rest in peace, little Richard, who wrote the uh, and performed the, the opening theme song. I think that'd be a good fit. That'd be fantastic. See, look, skit done, finished. Sony Hollywood, figure it out. What are you laughing at? <laughs> We have Black Panther Pub Crawl. Now featuring... What does that even, does that even mean? <laughs> Black Panther Pub Crawl now featuring Bobby Seal Beer Nuts and Power Fist Beer Flights. <laughs> it's just, that, happened to that seems, I don't know. And I want to know if that's... Is that like our Black History Month? A college Black History Month? I... That we sounds like a business around that, or is it an actual skit? No, that sounds like both a skit. It sounds like if a, it, it sounds like an, a Black Student Association was like, here's how we're going to get more attention for Black History Month this year. We're doing a Black Power. That has <laughs> Howard, Black Power, Howard Power University Month. written all over it, for sure. 
No, no, no. But if it's a if it's a historically black college, then it's a little too campy. But if it's at a white college, that's how you get the white kids in. Mm. Yale. I'm picturing Penn State. <laughs> mm. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, that's really uh, Tarantino directed uh, version of Shaft. Wouldn't it just look like Shaft? <laughs> Shaft 2000 or OG Shaft? Was Samuel L. Jackson? Yes. <laughs> but they Listen, already did that, people... um, that okay. sequel. Hmm? Oh, that terrible that. sequel. Oh, no. the one with the kid and the... and the. Listen, I want to be in that movie. I would have made that movie 3,000 times better. Hmm. If only. Ugh. It's also a terrible movie, a bad script. But... OG the the uh, the Shaft two thousand with uh, Samuel Jack Samuel Samuel Jackson. <laughs> um, that one was really good. It had like Jeffrey Wright in it and uh, uh, Christian Bale. Oh, oh yeah, and Vanessa Williams like it's like and Buster Rhymes like it's, it's a great not, skit. Yeah, great skit. Great, whoa, words are hard. Great cast. <laughs> Great cast. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah, that's a looking back at that, that is actually the right choice in every in every direction. And just I and if only Quentin Tarantino got to direct it, he could actually use the word nigger all the all he wants, and black people can actually say it this time. Yeah. As opposed oh, yeah. to just an all-white cast. That is actually, I think that's that's why we we're trying to fix his career, shift his trajectory a little bit. Listen, if we... Somebody once said that if you flip all of Tarantino movies with Spike Lee movies, he doesn't really bend. He's like, there's still the same amount of niggas in both of them. Mm, yeah. Like, his script writing doesn't, like, bend. It's not like, oh, man, he's got to add more. No, he's still still the same. Not the same, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Two there might be less on Spike Lee's part. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest actually. with you. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, those are those are all of our Tarantino. Uh, Tarantino Shaft is maybe that's his last movie. Is Shaft? It was supposed to be Star Trek. Star Trek. That was the he was signed on to to direct a, a Star Trek installment or some spinoff, but that is, I think, since disappeared. Oh, Star. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't want him doing sci-fi. It's probably a little much. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Uh, for those of you who know us in real life, or partially, uh, this past week, Cam was uh, we in our group chat. We have a group chat, about five of us. Um, and uh, each Thursday during this quarantine, we all get together over the Zoom and we play games and we chat and whatnot and have so forth. And this week it was Cam's turn uh, to be the game's night host. And this motherfucker came out full bore with Jeopardy. But like, it was almost live Jeopardy. It was, it was a full, the full Monty with the screen switching and these guys wearing a tie and questions. And it was great. It was like an SNL Black Jeopardy mixed with actual Jeopardy. It was fantastic. Thank you. This is, uh, I think, my, uh, my crowning achievement to game show hosting, which I didn't think was a, a pathway for me, but... Donnell Hathaway? Donnell Mayfield? What was it? Mayfield. And I realized through that, <laughs> because we recorded that, um, the Zoom call, and I changed that name probably three or four different times, so it, it changed. It ended up with Donnell with an apostrophe somewhere in the middle. <laughs> no, I definitely was the one who said that. Because <laughs> it wasn't Darnell. You were like, it's Don L. And I was like, oh, Don apostrophe L. That's <laughs> enough. Or was it like Don you. period L? Like Don L. No, it was supposed to be one. It was supposed to be one, one name, I think. Yeah, so like Don apostrophe L. Who knows? It's lost on me. It's behind me now, but <clears throat> that's my former life. Well, the video is, is online. It's both on Instagram and the Facebook, if you know us. We'll, we'll maybe share it on our Instagram page. Uh, but it was, it was a good time. I have to say, we had a good laugh. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to next week. Are you still hosting next week? Uh, like I am. We'll see, how it, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I have an idea how it's going to get executed. It's not going to look like Jeopardy. I'll tell you that for free. But, uh, well, I think it's like a good concept for a game. I just don't know how we're going to execute it. Hmm. 
I've been getting uh, been getting questions about um, how like I ran the Jeopardy game. Some people wanted to join. Some people want to do their own like offshoot um, Zoom calls and like game nights. So listen, to build what you, here's what you're gonna do. Listen, you're not gonna fumble the bag on this one, kiddo. You're gonna say five bucks. I'll host your whole game. Mm, true. I should do that. Mm, I should start to charge. Five bucks, 30 minutes, the whole game. Boom. Or you're really smart. Five bucks a dollar a player. Oh. Five bucks for the game, dollar a player. Boom, 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 boom. Love it. This is the time. Comedy Central, here we come. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you're just going to be the quarantine game show host. And then you're going to you put them up. And then what do you know, Bob's your uncle, Mary's your aunt. I don't want to get typecast. Yeah, but that's where the bag is, though. Game show hosting is where the bag is. I don't think, think I Steve can... Harvey's getting those suits tailored for free? Yes, yes, I'm, he is. I'm, I was like, I'm sure he's doing them himself, actually. <laughs> he's got to have one of the best globes as a person on the planet Earth. Like, that nigga went from 62-button long suits to immaculate suit collection. It's a little louder than I would wear, but still an immaculate suit collection. No, that's very true. Yeah, because they, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've, many of my uncles have followed that um, oh, 72 button like, setup. Fam, buttons from the top of your chin all the way down <laughs> your belly button, fam. What is this? For a suit jacket. <laughs> what are we An doing? extra row of buttons on the inside jacket pocket, all lined Why? up. Why? Buttons, buttons galore. They're like, hey, we got to deal <laughs> on buttons so everybody gets one. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, game show hosting, I... I don't know if I have the, the collection for it. I'm just saying. I have one good suit. Like I have one, it's like I have the one good suit for an interview and that's it. I, if I get well, a second interview, I don't Alex have the second Trebek, outfit. LOL. I got to buy a new thing. LOL. That's the most George Costanza moment. <laughs> <laughs> what a sentiment. Either I get the also, job or I don't. That's Also that's rest in peace, Jerry Stiller, a.k.a. Frank Costanza, a.k.a. Arthur Spooner from the King of Queens. Pour one off of the god. Mm. I mean, I can't pour this bubble tea. The thing's kind of sealed in, but you get the point. But you get the gist. <laughs> you get the gist. Yeah. Oh, man. Anything else new and exciting? Uh, Are you cooking anything new? Cooking? Not so much. Oh, Fred Willard also. Forgot about Fred Willard died? Yeah. Damn. Yesterday? Damn. Yeah, that one's very fresh. He was 86. Damn. Shit. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Well, recipes for a Willard. Huh. Shit. That's unfortunate. Anyways, what are you cooking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to dwell on this. <laughs> I'm sorry to be the one to break the news on the podcast, but... Here we are. Uh, what am I cooking? Haven't really been cooking this past week, to be honest, but I'm hoping to, to ramp that back up this week. You said you made uh, you made French fries? I made French fries from scratch, from Scrizzatch. Mm-hmm. Tell oh, us, uh, regale tail. Regale to the story with the, with the tail. Um, so you, hypothetically, you should be using russet potatoes, you know, the big chunky brown ones. Uh, but my punk ass only had the, the Yukon gold, you know, the well-sown mm. Yukon gold. Uh, so, right, yeah, you could get away with it, but you have to square, square, them, square them off and cut them real thin, let them soak in the water and whatnot. I went through, I watched many a tutorial on how to get away with making your own fries. Here's the problem. I didn't want to fry them because I only had olive oil. You can't really fry in olive oil. So I had to put them in the air fryer, the big toaster oven looking situation. But yeah, I parboiled them. So I, and then with a little bit of baking soda, to add for extra crispiness to up the pH level in the water. Buddy, it's a whole science experiment. And a super a crispy ass friend, look, came out like French fries. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll be damned. You know when you're shocked when something works, you're like, well, shit, this actually works. It all really came together, yeah. This actually, this actually happened. <laughs> like I have a cookie recipe now that's like I've, I've refined the chocolate chip cookie recipe. And the second time I made it, I was like, oh, shit, this actually, oh, I'll be damned. Two for two. Today will be three for three. Well, 
Are you actually? Oh, you are wearing a watch. I was like, what? What? what uh, Just the imaginary watch. I think there was a watch there. The imaginary hand. Yeah. But yeah, cooking adventures have have slowed down for me, but it feels like much of like a a lull in in this kind of time. Like we've been in isolation for a while, and then I'm like, this is my motivation to to innovate is is dwindling. That's what gets me going, though. Cause I'll be like really down. I'll be like, all right, let me find out. Let me see something that I have on my saved, my favorites category. And I'm like, oh, this thing. I've been looking to make this thing. All right, let's make an attempt. Quite the opposite. <laughs> Just like, let me let me get on this couch and have this apple. It's about as creative as it's getting. Like an actual apple? Like you're just gonna eat an apple? It it fills the void. No, it doesn't. Oh, buddy. I know. <laughs> oh, Cam, do I have to send food? Do I have to? Do I have to make something? Nah, I'll be okay. I got some. I bought some carrots. Fam, you went to the grocery store. What do you? What are we stocking up on? Carrots. <laughs> Your eyesight. I forgot. <laughs> How could I forget? I got some vegetables. I got some rice. Was out. Um, went to two different stores. Couldn't find any rice. It's the way you said it was hilarious. Rice, gone. <laughs> Lysol, also gone. You guys just buy vodka, fam. Just buy vodka and wipe everything down with vodka. It's just, it's just as good. I, no, thank you. I'll leave no, it I'm, I'm, No, no, but seriously. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's, it's, or overproof rum or like Ray Nephew because it's, Ray Nephew has sugar in it, so maybe not because it might leave it sticky. But vodka. There suggests Ray Nephew to me. <laughs> I'm not telling you to drink it. I'm telling you to clean things with it. I guess that's its main use anyway. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Listen, Ray Nephew is not something to drink. <laughs> it's something to clean your bathtub with. I said what I said. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Ray Nephew is an overproof white Jamaican rum. And, uh, it's a, it's a rum and it's it's the white kind, not like it's for white people in the Jamaican. Uh, but it is it is disgusting. Uh, it, ugh. Ugh. Ray nephew should be used to strip the paint off cars. Damn. I'm sure it is used in that. Like I'm I'm sure it's used in the disinfectants too. Because I know people be drinking it. Might as well be drinking Lysol themselves. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Ugh. Ray and nephew, yuck. People willingly have Ray and nephew, eh? Like, go to a bar and be like, I'll have Ray and nephew. Are you dumb? Are you nuts? You have a sickness? They're still alive, so it's got to be worth I don't know, man. I, I debate. I debate about their liveliness. I feel like a cleanse. It's a cleanse. cleanse something, their spirit. Yeah. And removing it from the, its body. A little piece of it goes somewhere else. <laughs> oh, man. No. No. <sighs> well... Your, your highlight of the week, since we, we have one last segment to go. Highlight of the week. Highlight of the, the fries? week. Highlight. Fries are good. Mom's teaching herself how to play um, how to play chess, poker? which is oh. no, no. I really wish it was poker. I, I was really excited. To start gambling. <laughs> nah, she's teaching herself how to play chess, which is really cute. Um, and our, our our games night. Games night's really hilarious. Like uh, like rewatching it, I, I had like a great laugh. I'm glad. I was actually very nervous going into it. If it was so well done, Cammy. Oh my goodness, I'm extremely proud. Very well done. So y'all don't, y'all need to watch the video to like really appreciate it because like this one had like changing screens and stuff. Like it was insane. Anyways, it, was it did include multiple Zoom backgrounds. So many Zoom backgrounds. <laughs> like some commercials and sponsors. Oh yeah, you had commercial breaks. Yeah. <sighs> Retrospect, those were really long and nah, nah, were nah, like two good, minutes. But it but... Time. It's okay. It bought time. And it was hilarious. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. What's your highlight? Um, oh, I, I got a... Actually, where is it? Oh. A friend of mine sent me... Oh. I, oh, I can't... Let's in. Hold on. Let me... I'm just going to take off my background. Ransom Coot... Oh. An Africa 70? Oh, is this a fella Cootie record? It, oh, I just actually switched into two different Zoom backgrounds before getting to the real... And ginger bacon? Yo, that's nuts. Uh, that's so cool. So I haven't unearthed What are you it. showing me is fella cootie and ginger baker? 
accompanied by Africa 70, which is the monumental Felakuti band. Felakuti was an African jazz musician. Um, funk, jazz, jazz, funk? I wouldn't know how to classify him. Multiple? Virtuoso. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got a call from Amazon, like, hey, I have your package. I'm like, I don't even have an Amazon account, so I, that can't be me. Like, isn't this your apartment number? I'm like, I guess. And total surprise, but here we are. I'm like, this better be me because I can't give this back. What is spirit lifting? Do we know who gave it to you? Yeah, I got a, okay. I got a message after. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, you got to be. How are you not? How is that still in the package, fam? Like, why is that not being rung off in the apartment right now? I know. I've been. I know. Today. Today's. Play it. Play it. I will. How was that Marvin Gaye one? Because uh, I never even I've never even listened to it. I also have it. It's also still in there. It's in the library. That's been that's been, that's been almost a year. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a two for one today then. Because <laughs> I I found I've been using that like vinyl record player a lot less. But you know what? Today's uh, now's the time. If if not any, if not now when to ramp that back who... up. Be a double feature. Do time. it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah, that's, well, that's, uh, that's the end of our show. All right. Where can they find us, Cammy? They can find us on Instagram at the Brother Dialogues Podcast. Uh, Where else? Us on Twitter. Where else? Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, anywhere you get uh, your podcasts, you can find us. Uh, I was about to say we have a website, but we actually definitely don't. Um, <laughs> Definitely don't have website. We do have a Facebook, but a website we do not. Uh, you can follow Gabe on Twitter. Um, I hear that's good, but I would know. I mostly just get secondhand reviews. Like, oh, damn, Gabe's Twitter is off the hook. It's hilarious. It's, Stop uh, lying. Controversial. Don't gas, don't gas me up. Uh, it's a little bit, <laughs> a little bit risque. Why? Why are you? Why are you rating my my Twitter like it's a bad New York like Times a, novel? <laughs> I read it off of Yelp. Risky but controversial. <laughs> Kira Brodick really delves deep. I would I would shout out your Instagram, but you don't accept followers, so it's it's yep. <laughs> 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 well folks, I've been Gabe. I've been Kim. And that's been the Brother Dialogues. Take care. Peace. Deuces. Stay alert. Stay safe. Six six six.